This episode is brought to you by Signature Baking. Hey, Dan. Hey, Keith. Uh, do you like bread? I do. I like bread a whole lot. And I know just through our demographic breakdown that a lot of our listeners uh, are from Texas. Mm-hmm. So this is specifically for every listener in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Ooh. And like all the little uh, areas around. Like if you're anywhere near Dallas or Fort Worth, go to SignatureBaking.com. DFW adjacent. Right. Anything in there. So... <laughs> Signature Baking uh, and their sister store, Hearthstone Baking in Austin, uh, are my favorite commercial bakers. But yes. they are now, uh, not, now not in Austin, just in DFW, they're offering home delivery. So if you are going to the grocery store and you're not finding bread in the mm-hmm. DFW area. You want some, you, some of that good, good. The best bread on the planet. Now in Austin, I got the hookup, so they gave me a couple loaves down here. Yeah. Uh, and I rebuilt some grilled cheeses from my past that <laughs> were the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. But if you're in the DFW and you are not finding bread at the grocery store, go to SignatureBaking.com. They will deliver fresh bread, just baked fresh bread to your mm. doorstep. And not only that, mm. they are helping the DFW industry by hiring out of work industry people to work as bread delivery people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So all their partners and bread buyers, like when they have staff that are out of work, like this is a good company. They're friends of the show. Hell yeah. Uh, good, good friend of mine and Patreon supporter, Jeff D'Souza. Woo! Uh, it's his family's bakery. Uh, it, it's just great bread. Like uh, without bullshit, I know it's an ad read. I eat this bread. It's good bread. Let's get this bread. It's good ass bread. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. We're having some money problems. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just got fucked by the IRS. (laughs) Unemployment's getting janky. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck the IRS. If anyone listens to this show from the IRS, do me a favor, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or, or write in, explain <laughs> what, yeah. what is going on. No, you know how all cops are bastards? All IRS employees are bastards, too. You're all bastards. <laughs> anyway, hi, it's episode 88. That's happening. Let's, uh, let's, it's been a week, huh? It's, it's been, been a week. Several been a, weeks. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Everyone's angry. Everyone's stressed. Yeah. Let's talk about movies. You want to talk about reviews for our podcast? Yeah. I would love to talk about it too, but there's none. <laughs> to, uh, to be fair, hmm. if people are going to be writing to people <laughs> this past yeah, week. That's true. We're, we're don't pretty, write to uh, us. We're low on the priority list. Yeah. So all those thousands of people that would normally have written a review for <laughs> yes. us this week, go write somewhere else. And, uh, yeah. Write a congressman. Tell them yeah. not to be so shitty. Email your city councils. Email your uh, representation in government. Sure. The um, what's next? Oh, Patreon. No, no new Patreon users. Yep. But uh, same thing. Uh, there's yeah, better, better places to give your money right now. Yep. Uh, interesting thing. Uh, we are back on a chart. Ooh. In position number fifty-four in TV and film. Yeah. In Japan. Yeah. Which is very weird to me. I I do not understand like how it. charts work. I like um, it. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently our um. Our statement from last week is very popular in Japan. Hell yeah. So to all our Japanese uh, listeners. Uh, thank you. Arigato. Yeah. Yeah. Arigato. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, emails. I got an email from Walker. And that's about it. But I'm going to read this email because it's pretty good. Word. Walker sends us an email entitled Banzai Danielson. 
<laughs> fits in with the theme nicely. Sure. <laughs> it sure does. It's not about you, though. Uh, hey, fellas. I wouldn't imagine so. <laughs> I get your surprise regarding my preference for Waterworld over Fury Road. Fury Road <laughs> definitely has a lot more polish, better effects, and a more cohesive theme, but... And you can call me old-fashioned. I need a little more dialogue to stay interested in a movie. I've seen one or two with even less dialogue uh, with that just for effect. Long stretches of Castaway, for example. And wasn't there an Ice Age short that was completely silent? There was, and I saw it. It's about the squirrel trying to get the acorn, and he goes through all sorts of antics. Off topic. Uh, though I was they say the, he's talking about the three-hour cut of Waterworld has more dialogue than, uh, than Fury Road. I, I, I guess. Yeah. There's lo- there's long definitely long stretches of silence in Waterworld, but yeah, I'll take a movie with dialogue every time. Similarly, it's important to me that uh, in the music that I listen to that has a discernible melody and beat, I can appreciate an experiment that doesn't. But I probably wouldn't play it on a playlist. Similar- yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Similarly, I appreciate that Fury Road uh, was going for sports dialogue and succeeded at making an excellent movie despite that handicap. But in general, I need a bit more spice in my jambalaya. Uh, so everyone's entitled to their stupid fucking opinion. Uh, <laughs> handicap of not having dialogue is... is uh, get out of here, Walker. <laughs> it didn't... It had plenty of words. It didn't have a lot of words. It had plenty. I, I'm going to do a word count for Waterworld and Fury Road. <laughs> and figure out just how many and like have you seen some of the weird dumb bullshit in Waterworld uh yeah alright you hear another um there's a big whole big old silent scene of him filtering his pee so he could drink it sure <laughs> Dan was right about MASH but backwards it oh. takes place during the Korean War and ran for 10 seasons though the war only lasted for three years. The first three years of the show took place during the last three years of the Vietnam War and were mm. certainly commenting on said war. Okay. Th- this week on Netflix DVD, question mark? <laughs> Hustlers with J-Lo, which I saw in the theater, which is an excellent fucking film. Word. And Cobra Kai, which is a YouTube show. I don't yeah, understand. YouTube Red. Or YouTube Red or YouTube TV. It's t- Red. Yeah. Because yeah. I always th- think get it confused like the, with Red Tube. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, excited to see Daniel San again on the silver screen. Um, when did you see... What? No. The silver screen is movies. Yeah. This is a TV show, and it's an internet TV show. Interested to see see how... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and then he goes on to say that uh, Neil Patrick Harris and How I Met Your Mother was right about the Cobra Kai, and that they're the good guys, yeah. which is funny. Uh, I don't understand how a YouTube show got on DVD and then sold through Netflix. Life is weird. Yeah, well, it's it's they have it. I guess they are considering it like a streaming platform. Like you can still get, um, uh, what am I saying? Like a you know Roma, like those kind of. They have DVD releases. Sure. Or a Netflix movie. That makes sense, but still. So yeah, uh, he but says it is weird for like a show. To yeah, do, to uh, do an like internet show that is a media. <laughs> well, it's a direct, uh, you know, goes against Netflix competitor. Yeah. He says, P.S. I can't wait for Bill and Ted 3. I hope Death makes another appearance. So hold on to your fucking hat, Walker. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, that was good. That's our email from Walker. Where? Thanks, bud. Thanks for writing it again. Yeah. With your stupid fucking <laughs> opinions. All right. Uh, now we're into the, to the show. We're into the news. And uh, one of the bigger pieces of news, uh, what the fuck's going on with movie theaters? <laughs> uh, yeah. This was started off last week, and there's even more news this week in the, the future of film. So AMC, which is the biggest 
at least non-Chinese mm-hmm. uh, theater chain in the world. Word. Uh, has been going on this roller coaster. First, they're like, hey, we're in fucking trouble and we need some capital because COVID's fucking us. Yep. Then the rumors of Amazon maybe purchasing them made their stock fucking skyrocket. Word. Now, they should have cashed in during that time or done something. I don't know how stocks work when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're the company. Yeah, however you convert that into the money. liquidity. <laughs> Which, yeah. according to the Wolf of Wall Street, you really don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then the universal debate happened and that didn't help. And now they're plummeting again because the rumor mill is not giving a shit anymore. Yeah. So they, uh, they meaning AMC released this statement last Wednesday. Uh, if we do not recommence operations within our estimated timeline, we require additional capital and may also require additional financing. If for example, our operations do not generate the expected revenues or a recurrence of COVID-19 were to happen or to cause another suspension of our operations, which is a big mouthful to say uh, we're broke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, they need they need to open now, and they need COVID to not come back, and they need the amount of people they think are going to come back to, to actually come back. come back. Yeah. Such additional financing may not be available or on favorable terms or at all. Due to these factors, substantial doubt exists on our ability to continue as a growing concern for a reasonable period of time. <laughs> Meaning, AMC is pretty sure they're fucked yeah. and they might not be coming back. Oof. Now, they, are the, uh, they have 905 theaters. Um, wait, not... Yeah, 905 theaters across the United States and Europe with 11,000 screens. Wow. That's big. Yeah. The biggest one. Now, the second biggest, mm. Cinemark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinemark uh, is kind of going the other way with it. And I, I have a feeling <laughs> Cinemark just had more capital on hand. I think they're kind of, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Cinemark is lighting their cigars in the flames of AMC right now. <laughs> yeah. Cinemark CEO said better strategies yep. beforehand. Their CEO Mark Zerati says uh, that while employees working at Cinemark theaters will be required to wear masks, are, their patrons will not be required to wear masks, mm. and they're going to open June nineteenth. Not fully, mm. not all at once, but starting June nineteenth, Cinemarks are going to. They also now Cinemark also owns. Uh, Century Theaters, Cine Arts, and Tinseltown, USA, which okay. there is one like three blocks from us, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I never go to. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and they have 500 complexes worldwide. Okay. So they're about a little, a little more than half the size of AMC. Okay. Uh, but they seem to be in a much better position. And they're saying, fuck it, take your mask off and come see a movie, which is probably <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I would say don't go fucking see a movie right now, but, you know, yeah. to each their own. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, Cinemark, uh, in the article says that they employ 20,000 people, which is a lot. Mm. I don't know how many AMC employees. Probably a lot more. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen to movie theaters, but it sounds like AMC is really fucked. I want to know how the smaller chain is doing so much better and is not worried about it. Or maybe they are and just not being vocal about it. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're like, fucking open right now. So we get the fucking money. But <laughs> yeah. Something's going on. Oof. Yeah, maybe they just don't have as much overhead, so it's not hurting them as badly, but I don't... Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a Cinemark or a Tinseltown, but they're definitely not spending the money on cleaning that AMC is. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's that's, like... That's the old school, like, uh, sticking, you know, your uh, your shoes stick into the floor with popcorn butter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's that, but it's probably not popcorn butter. It, <laughs> yeah. Those are some... What you hope is popcorn yeah. butter. I would say all Cinemark theaters are 
are some dirty, slutty theaters. <laughs> they are, they are just gross. But they're you know cheapish. Yeah. AMC's has you know a certain level of clean that although not all of the locations adhere to it, they, they some of them do. Yeah, uh, it's like a franchisee situation. Like I have no idea. Different standards for different areas. But I mean, with <laughs> nine hundred and five theaters, just start selling some of them off, dude. Yeah. Like it's time if you were playing Risk, it is time to retreat some of those troops, and they're not all gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there has to be emergency things that you can do. And so, like you're weathering the storm, mm. but the storm is much, much longer than you think it's going to be. Yeah. And I think that's what they were doing. They're just like, we'll batten down the hatches, wait a, like two months and see what happens. Yeah. But we're going to go into six, seven, eight months and then maybe even longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess maybe, uh, <clears throat> maybe Cinemark was just in a better position to say like, mm, I think this might go longer. Let's. Let's let's plan ahead a little, you know, longer strategy. Sure. So there's that. Uh, in positive news in the movie industry, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 started production today. Hey! The film is going to be released in 2022, and insiders say the film focuses on the relationship between Miles and Gwen Stacy. Now, let me okay. say this. Uh, definitely no Spider-Man franchise has been fucked by uh, being <laughs> based Stacey on Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3 definitely benefited by having Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, uh, his whole Spider-Man career was about Gwen Stacy. Like, yeah. I like Gwen Stacy as a character. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's like like how the curse of Superman is. Maybe it's the curse of Gwen Stacy. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm hoping maybe it's more like the curse of Gwen Stacy Prime. Because <laughs> sure. at least they're, they're doing like the uh, Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Um, we'll see. You know, the, I'd say the leave cooler, the fuck alone. Yeah, the cooler version from a different universe, maybe that has more legs than, you know, old school, sure. just <laughs> fridging style Gwen Stacy was. Oh. His entire uh, existence is a motivation to. Uh, her defining <laughs> to characteristic die. is she gets thrown off a bridge and Spider Man fails to ca- like, rescue yeah. her. Yeah, that is her defining characteristic. Yep. Writer better. Yep. Uh, fans are very hopeful to see a scene that includes uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland, mm-hmm. uh, because that has been a rumor going around for a while. Since it is a Marvel property, yeah, they yeah. could technically do a voiceover of every single Spider-Man, which I think would be neat. Yeah, well, it's a uh, it's the Sony production though. Fuck them. So they'll yeah. let them. But I mean, Sony still has the rights to all of those Spider-Man, characters. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so they, they might not right, be able don't to fuck do... fuck it up, Sony. Yeah, they might not be able to do, like, Mutants or Avengers, but they should right. be able to legally do uh, the older uh, Spider-Men. If they're not all butthurt. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of those, I imagine that Andrew Garfield would be the most butthurt. Yeah. I think he got a raw deal. Yeah. Didn't get his trilogy. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, more fun news. Uh, in a week that has been rife with young adult fantasy authors needing to shut the fuck up, dude. Percy Jackson author mm-hmm. Ron Reardon slams 
the Percy Jackson films because they are newly released on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there is a scene in the first Percy Jackson, which I've seen them, I don't remember them, where yeah. they all go into a casino, and Disney Plus took that out because they're like, hey, we can't have kids in casinos. And oh, right. on Twitter, put it on Hulu. Like you Twitter, that too, yeah, right? <laughs> on Twitter, uh, the the fantasy writer of Percy Jackson says they should censor the entire film and it should just be, you know, like an hour and a half of nothing. Um, and this is all despite him never seeing them. He says yeah. they took my art and put it through a meat grinder, and I refused to like watch yeah, this murder. I, I read those books back in the day, and Did the you? movies are not great adaptations. Okay, <laughs> but um, here's my uh mature opinion on that situation uh ron fuck you nobody <laughs> told you to sell the movie rights that but i looked this up i looked this up he sold the movie rights yeah maybe he's mad that he didn't get to direct i don't fucking know maybe they're just like we don't need you to consult because you know jk got to the fuck her right now yeah. but jk yeah. got to consult and like even write some of the shit that you know was in the movies maybe he's butthurt about that but I mean, like, yeah. you're a multimillionaire based on just the books, let alone the movie. You <laughs> yeah. didn't need to sell those movie rights. And to say they put my meat through a, uh, my art through a meat grinder, <laughs> then don't you, fucking sell it. <laughs> yeah, you you literally signed off on that art going to the right. place where you know they have meat grinders. If I <laughs> sold my car and I love my car, let me say I sold my car, <laughs> yeah. and the person that bought it puts it in a demolition derby, paints it up, puts a roll bar, and smashes the shit of it, I don't get to go on Twitter and say, fuck that dude, he destroyed my legacy, my car, my... <laughs> you sold the rights! <laughs> so fuck you! Tell you what, why don't you shut up and give some money to some bail funds or some Black Lives Matter organizations, <laughs> you stupid fuck. How about that? <laughs> Uh, in this vein, I saw something else that really grinded my fucking gears. Yeah. And that was Anna Kendrick. Okay. I love Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I love her top to bottom. She's probably in my top 10 uh, actresses <laughs> I would like to have a cup of tea with. Yeah. You know, maybe not a cup of tea, but something with. <laughs> uh, and she had done this interview with Variety and talked about how hard it was filming the first Twilight movie. And I'm like, wait a second. You're not the lead of that movie. <laughs> you're like just a front. Like, you're just a side character. How hard could it have possibly fucking been? I'm like, was there like, I'm like, oh, there must have been some sort of weird like sexual assault or like, mm. you know, there must have been something bad going on. But no, here's what Aaron Kendrick says about filming the Twilight movies. <clears throat> the first movie we filmed in Portland, Oregon. And I remember being so cold and miserable. And I remember like my converse being completely soaked through and feeling like, you know, this is a really great group of people and I'm sure that we would be friends at a different time, but I want to murder everyone. Although it was almost like a kind of bonding, there was something about it like if you go through a traumatic event, like you imagine people who would survive a hostage situation, you're kind of bonded for life. So let's recap here, Anna. You're saying that having wet converse in Portland, Oregon is the same as going through a hostage situation. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not watching your movies anymore. That was not a traumatic event. And to say this in a time where the entire country is fighting against actual traumatic events is fucking tone deaf as shit. Uh, 
Guess what? You signed up to be in that movie. <laughs> all of you, all of you fucking. Oh, this is white privilege out the asshole. Everyone's complaining about shit that they signed off for for millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Even if you were forced, <laughs> if you were forced to stand in Portland, Oregon, and wet Converse for no money, that's not as bad as most people have it. So why yeah. don't you chill the fuck out with your millions of dollars and movie that launched your career, yeah. Anna Kendrick? Oh, but if you want to have a cup. But see, hit me up. You know what hostages don't get? What? Paid. Yeah. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> Multi-franchise deals. So there's that. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's the right word for that. Oof. All right. Uh, Bond, No Time to Die, mm-hmm. has a little bit of a spoiler leak. Oh. So if you don't like this, skip ahead like a couple minutes. <clears throat> All right. So apparently a big plot line in this. and the, uh, So... Basically, some call sheets hmm. got misplaced off set and ended up on eBay. Oh, and people bought whoops. these call sheets. And on the call sheet, they calls for a five-year-old girl hmm. that lives with Bond and his and his wife. Okay. So, this movie takes place five years after Spectre. Okay. And uh, apparently, this five-year-old is his daughter. Okay. Now, I have to assume that they don't mean an adoptive daughter yeah. because of the timeline matching up. But this completely blows a hole through the nutsack theory. And do you know the nutsack theory? <laughs> the nutsack theory is in that first James Bond <laughs> the film, the best movie, one. Which is supposed to be the first in the whole timeline. Right, yeah. Where his, his he gets his yeah. ball sack basically crushed and tortured with this rope while he's yeah, naked yeah. strapped to a chair. Which is one of the best films in cinematic history, mind you. <laughs> it's Mads Mikkelsen pounded on Daniel Craig's ball sack and then takes out a knife and threatens to cut him off and feed him to him. Um, and then he goes into rehab for like a while to like yeah. rebuild his nutsack basically. I just assumed that he was sterile and that kind of accounts for him being such a man slut in the next four movies. Mm, and that's okay. a theory that's been out there. Yeah. Like if your nutsack has been crushed so much, you need to go to medical rehab for months to fix it. <laughs> one would assume you're going to have some uh, hard time getting your little swimmers out, but <laughs> apparently not. So it, is, it might be an adopted daughter. I don't think it's going to be an adopted daughter. I think that the nutsack theory is just um, pulled apart, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Maybe they went through like IVF or something. You know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, if, I, I, I thought maybe there were just a couple implants there and like just aesthetic, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, moving on <laughs> to Avatar news. Uh, <laughs> David Thewlis, who okay. plays uh, Professor Mooney. Uh, word. Lupin. Yeah. Mooney's yeah. his nickname, Professor Lupin. Yeah. And um, Harry Potter, uh, which was a book series that wrote itself. <laughs> Nobody wrote those yeah. uh, Which is the meme that's going around He is going to be in Avatar 3 through 5 As a Navi Okay. It was uh, previously reported In an English magazine that he was in too And he corrected it by doing a whole bunch of interviews Saying I'm not in 2 Please don't go to this movie just to see me I'm not in it I'm in 3, 4, and 5 uh, And it was confusing because they're all being filmed at the same time <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, he said it was an experience unlike any other. He was really out of his comfort zone. Like, he loved it, and he was excited. But, like, you know, he's playing a six-foot, yeah, yeah. He's, 30 He's already pretty alien. lanky, but that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you don't know who he is, he was also in Wonder Woman as a character. I don't remember because he wasn't Gal Gadot. Uh, <laughs> and she I overshadowed think, everyone. I think he was in, like, the, um, what was it? In the, like, the British Ministry in the um like the ministry of defense um 
Yeah, something. But then he was like a he was like a CGI character in that too. He was the big bad. Oh right, yeah. I just don't remember what his actual name was. Yeah. By the way, he was uh, Ares. Oh, is that who he was? Yeah. Okay, there you go. He was Ares. Yeah, I forget what his like fake human name was. But yeah, Arties, Arby's. (laughs) All right, and now we're on to news to lighten the moods. I got Mm -hmm. two. One, the Bill and Ted trailer has come out. Yes. And I saw a friend of the show, um, Doug Benson, say he's not watching it because he knows he's going to see the movie anyway. doesn't want any spoilers. (laughs) I'm going to drop a spoiler. uh, So close your ears in three, two, one. Death is back. But we knew that because we had a friend of the show, William Sadler, who (laughs) plays Death, has been very vocal about he's uh, happy to be back and even did the death voice, the Yugoslavian accent for us. Yeah. Because death is Yugoslavian. Yes. Uh, so oh, that's back. It. Uh, it is a very good trailer. I recommend going and searching for Bill Ted. Yeah. And this is a movie of, that for a long time. like a teaser, too. It's like a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the shit that happens is like in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And then everything else is. Uh, you know, this is a movie where I've been, you know, doing the joke. I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> yeah. for like a year and a half now. I'm like, this movie is <laughs> never going to get made. And it yeah, looks like it has been made. Since this show has been a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited for it. Yeah. And a uh, final piece of news this week is uh, fans of Halita battling. Okay. Have you seen Alita Battle Angel? I have not. It's okay. It's it's like it hits the uncanny yeah. valley for me. So yeah, it's, it's like, okay. It's a bit weird. I originally watched it just because Christoph Waltz was in it, mm. uh, and he's great in it, of course. The whole thing. It's. I mean, it's not written for me, obviously. Um, yeah. Some people fucking love it so much so that I don't, I, I don't remember reporting on this. I think we did at one point that during mm-hmm. the last Oscars, fans paid to have a banner flown above the Oscars <laughs> that said release, yeah. you know, or make Alita Battle Angel 2. And now in LA, there are five separate billboards paid for by a fan campaign. Wow. One just says, you know, make Alita Battle Angel 2. Yeah. Uh, and the rest are just people that were in the movies quotes about making the movie. Like no, Christoph we're... Waltz quote saying like I'd love to do another one or the, um, you know the main <laughs> yeah. character is saying like I'll play this character till, till the last breath of my body like <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting they're they're, they're taking uh, taking note from the Snyder cut yeah you know uh, what was it like a bus station or a bus stop ad oh yeah that they had yeah they're just going for who uh, who directed um, Suicide Squad was it Ayer. Uh, yes. David Ayer? Yeah, David uh, Ayer. Ev- everyone's trying to get that cut. I don't think we're going to see that. No. Nobody needs to see that Joker. That's a problematic <laughs> couple. We don't need that. <laughs> That's our show this week. Word. <laughs> Thank you, everyone listening. Uh, on a personal note, uh, last week, it seems like we lost a lot of listeners, to which mm. I say, good fucking race. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> if you don't like our message from last <laughs> week, don't fucking listen. We don't need to. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody told you to sign off. I mean, we did, but yeah. <laughs> uh, if you did like our message last week, you know, uh, go on the Patreon, throw us a couple shekels. And if you can't, give it to someone who needs it, like Black Lives Matter or a yeah. bail fund or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you got it, you know, throw it our way. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dan Richardson, for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined, but I know you're not. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com. Walker with any questions, concerns, or criticism, because <laughs> he's the only guy that emails us. Or find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 of the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5 by 5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 of the Movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits.